I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's the deal, man? It's just too real. It really is just too real this week, man. Like, that that saying, it's too real, is just something that I just say, like, I used to say back in the day when shit just really got real. And I was just like, yo, it's too real. It's too motherfucking real, man. We're going to get into a lot of shit today, but I just want to say, right now, man, it's a summer in Toronto. I don't know if it's officially summer yet. You know, Jim Jones had that song, Summer in Miami. And it's hot today, May 1st. It's hot. Like, I know officially there's no more snow coming. Um, Like, let me tell you how hot it is. Like, it's so hot, I got gas today. I went and, pot- I went and bought a pack of backwards. I actually went to buy a single backwards. And then I realized that the store that I went to doesn't sell singles. And first of all, let me give you the backdrop. I don't even smoke backwards. You know what I mean? I haven't smoked blunts in a long time. You know what I mean? But when I do smoke blunts, I smoke Phillies. But it was just so hot, and I was just like, you know, this just seems like backward weather. Let me just try to smoke a backwards. First of all, I get to the store to find out the backwards is going for $15 a pack now, which is insane because I, I remember, I think it used to be like between 10 to 12, you know what I mean? You'd be running to those stores that would sell it for like 12, and that was kind of high back then. Yeah, man, got this pack of backwards. I smoked it. And I remember why I don't smoke them no more, man. My head is hurting, you know what I mean? I'm lightheaded and all that. But I say all that to say that it's fucking summer, man. Like, it's hot outside. Um, It's just good vibes, man. I see people out in shorts. I ain't pull out the shorts yet. I ain't pull out the tank tops yet. But people are feeling it, you know what I mean? I see people out there, shout to them, who's feeling comfortable. And they skin ready to just out get it all popping already. You know what I'm saying? Sun Sundress season is approaching. It might just be here. I didn't see no sundresses out today, but I'm saying it's lit. Um, this is what this is what this is the most litest time in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? The summer playoff time. It's always good to know the Raptors are in the playoffs. Um, we'll talk about that later. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to every all the fans that go to Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? Hold it down for the city, man. It's just a good time, man. It's just a good time. I'm really happy to be honest. You know what I'm saying? But enough of that, man. Um, enough of that. Uh, well, let's just. I, I got. I got a lot to say, man. Like I'm so. I'm in such a. I, I'm not even surprised. I'm not even. I'm not even confused about what's going on right now. I'm just. I'm just disgusted. I'm just disgusted, in people. You know what I'm saying? But I'm. I'm. Let's get into it. Um. So Kanye West. Kanye West dropped his interview with Charlotte Charlemagne the God, and it dropped like early in the morning. So. I didn't get to see it. I was a little busy. So I got to watch it, you know, a couple hours ago. And then first when I started watching, I realized it's an hour and 45 minutes. And I, I told myself, I don't know if I could do this. So I start the shit. And I start the shit. And I'm like, I get I get what the angle is here. Kanye is just trying to play that innocent victim. And I'm hearing him out. You know what I mean? He, he's making a lot of good points. Um, you know, he, he's talking about his mental health and how... He had to deal with a lot, you know what I mean? Those he was dealing with a lot as far as after the Taylor Swift situation, he felt he was being blackballed, he couldn't get radio spins. Um, what's his name? Elliot Reed left, I can't remember, I think Def Jam or wherever he left, Epic Records, and it was it was hard for Kanye to get to do certain things. So 
I get all that. So that's why he said he was lashing out. You know, he, he had some valid points. But at the end of the day, you know, he is a grown man. We're going to hold him accountable for his actions. Um, certain things, you know, he had good, like, he had good points. You know what I mean? On certain things. He was talking about the Kim, the Kim Kardashian robbery. You know what I mean? And how he felt that it was his fault. Well, he, well he, there was a lot of blame towards him because basically it was an inside job. And he, I guess he's now found out that basically it was, he said he hired Kim security while she was in Paris. And apparently if Kanye, when Kanye was in Paris with Kim, they were going to rob her right before Kanye came. And then when Kanye came, they had to, they had to like hold off for a bit. They said as long as Kanye was around her, they couldn't pull off the job. I don't know why. Like I didn't get it. Maybe because the security would recognize the security, or his security is just too official. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as he left, that's when he got the whole. That's when he got the call, and you know, he, then we we heard the situation on stage. Like my wife has an emergency, and I gotta run. You know, so there was a lot of things where you can understand where the mental shit came, right? Talked about how Jay's not coming to his wedding. All that shit, all that shit. And let me tell you, this is an hour and 45 minutes. And while I was watching this particular interview, you know what I mean? I'm hearing him out and I'm like, I, I'm starting to, I'm trying to see the human side to him. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to forget all the shit he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? And try to see where he's coming from. While I'm watching this interview, I go on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? And... This guy is a uh, first. This guy is just he's just he's just he's he's really sick, man. He's sick. So he Kanye's at TMZ. He's at the headquarters in LA. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm gonna just I'm just gonna play the clip, man, because you know for those who haven't heard it, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna just play the clip. I don't think people necessarily understand what happened last week with the Great Ameri uh, make, yeah, make America, America Great, Great Again hat. What are you trying to do with? the message you're sending? Well, it was really just my subconscious. It was a feeling I had, you know, like people were taught how to think, we're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. And uh, I felt a freedom in, first of all, just doing something that everybody tells you not to do. I just love Trump. That's my boy. Like, uh, you know, it's like so many rappers, you'll look at a video of Snoop Dogg loving Trump, but then he get in the office and now they don't love him. Like, Trump is one of rap's favorite people, no, right? But we, we, we talk about <laughs> yeah. this, that before he was yeah. elected president, people yeah. in hip hop, they, it, was, it was an in thing to put Donald Trump yeah. in your rhyme somewhere. Yeah. And by the way, right. I am in hip hop, but I'm not just in hip hop. I'm a black person, a black community, but I'm not just that. I feel like one thing is people try to minimize me to artists, hip hop, uh, black community. Yeah, I'm always gonna represent that, but I also represent the world. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison, because slavery, goes too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race, uh, that we're, one, we're, we're the human race. Do you feel that I'm feeling, do, do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? I, I, actually, I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that 
is because, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real-world, real-life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed, I'm appalled, and brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. He's gone too far. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's literally gone too far. And, and this is the part where I start to get disgusted and, and where I always feel a way about people, like the rap game. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be an artist, to be a, a rapper, to be, like, famous, you have to sell your soul. Like, not like, yeah, literally go sell your soul to the devil or cut your blood out. I mean, like, you cut off all your integrity. Anything you really feel and think, you're not allowed to say. Because somebody like Kanye is saying this right now, and he just said slavery was a choice. Even though slavery, if you look at the dictionary, the other word for slavery is bondage. He said that's a choice. If, if a white person said this, yo, he would lose all his endorsement deals. He'd be boycotted. We'd be on his ass. We'd be doing mad shit. We'd be posting, yo, stop fucking with them. Stop doing this. The moment this Kanye says this, nobody's going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? People still gonna Kanye is gonna be executive producing Nas's album, Pusha T's album. Like this shit is this that that's the shit that bothers me. It's like, how do you let you know, somebody say some shit like that? And you're just gonna just act like it never happened and still say that's your man's. Like, that's the shit that's weird in this in this industry. You know what I'm saying? And that yo, I was watching. It, it's just really crazy that it it to be the real matter. Truth of the matter is, you can't take Kanye serious. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a star and he's an icon and he's he has so much power, whatever he says is always gonna cause is there's always gonna be need for a story. But he's not his thoughts like yeah, he's just a free thinker. He he's not he he's just he's a he's a yo, I, I don't have a word to even put for this guy, but he's just not he's not serious. Like when he says stuff, like he just says it, like and he doesn't understand what he's saying. He just says shit. He's a free thinker, like he says. He likes different thought. To say slavery was a choice, you people came to countries and took people, were beating them, killing them, threatening to kill their children, and they and, and they had a choice for 400 years, and it's, it's all y'all? Like, how casually are you speaking about this? I just stopped watching the interview, and that's what is crazy. Like, I was watching the interview, and he's trying to win people over, and then you, then you, have, you see clips like this. Like, I'm not watching the interview, and I just know... And I just wonder how Jay and certain people, like he was talking about how he doesn't know, in the interview, if he doesn't know if him and Jay are going to, you know, rekindle the same type of vibe that they once had. But it's like, Jay's just on a different type of time right now. And I'd be, I'd be surprised if I see Jay still fucking with you. Like, you're not, you're not, like, I'm, nobody's saying Kanye has to be an activist. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, yo, he, this is the definition of doing the white man's work. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's saying everything that the white man wants to say. The white man that 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 is has brainwashed themselves to think these niggas don't want to do nothing. Oh, that that has has forgotten about slavery, forgot about all the 
all the conditions black people are subjected to, and he'll just say the message for them. He'll relay the exact message without saying anything. And when it comes from a black person, they can really bank on it. Well, that one Kanye West said said it. You know what I'm saying? And now he's linking up with Candace, um, Candace Owens, the conservative. And now they're like, you know, like they're they're gonna have their little agenda. And obviously, for, for I know Kanye, like if, I I can see that type of sociopath and sick motherfucker Kanye is. He's only gonna be with this lady for a couple of weeks. Then he's gonna kick her to the curb and treat her like shit. You know what I'm saying? But he's just doing this for his own whatever sick thought he's got going on, man. It's 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 sick, man. It's really sick, man. It's like he just dropped that interview, even though the interview was recorded from April 18th, I believe. He dropped that interview, and then this comes out. You know what I mean? Shout out to Van because there's another guy from the TMZ. I don't know his name. The guy with the dreads. And he he she looks like he's black. Kanye said that slavery thing. And he just kept kept quiet right there. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 just it's just sick. You know what I mean? Kanye's father was a Black Panther. His mother was a civil rights activist. His grandfather was a civil rights activist. You know what I'm saying? And for him to just be at, like, for him to be have been given this message that he was given and, and acting like he was for the people and then doing this 360 switch, it's it's just weird, man. It's just weird. You know, people evolve, people grow and change. You know what I mean? But this is this is some next shit. Shout out to J. Cole when he said, homie, if you change, may you change for the better. You know what I'm saying? Because Kanye changed and I don't even know. Like I know I know Kim is just like, yo, what do I say to this guy? Like, like I'm hoping Tristan sees him at one of the functions and roughs him up. Like somebody needs to put hands on this nigga, man. Um Daz Daz from the Dog Pound put a PSA out on all, <laughs> on Kanye he said, All the Caribs? Caribs? All the crip niggas better. He said, "Yo, if you see, if you see Kanye, just putting work on him off a of GP. You know what I mean? Like, something needs to happen, man. Like an intervention. I don't even care. To be honest, I'm not. I'm a person like I'm grown now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not in that stage where, yo, this is just rap. This is just these people ain't real to me. They ain't my friends. And if they were my friends, like, once you start moving a certain way, like we just, I'm just gonna see that, yo, we're just not on the same type of time no more. You know what I'm saying? And." That's how I feel about Kanye, man. Like, it ain't nothing to cancel a rapper, man. And I feel like that's exactly what we need to do. Like, I I don't know when people are going to start this and wake up and be like, yo, cancel this nigga. We got so... Like, stop with this genius shit. The nigga has, like, seven writers. He calls so many people into the rooms. And, yeah, he, yeah, he's cool. You know what I mean? He can produce and, he, and he's crazy, yeah. But, like, stop this whole, this whole nonsense. Like, he's that nigga, man. There's so many other people that we can now look to and that can keep creating. You know what I'm saying? There's Kendrick, there's J. Cole, there's Drake. So we don't need to keep relying on Kanye, man. Like, this guy is going to put... He's going to walk you right into the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the, like he's really doing the white man's work right now. He's going to kick this this agenda that the black people are really complaining about nothing and they're just in this situation. They're just, they're just lazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and they don't want no better. My nigga, you? That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I don't even want to... I don't care about the music he's got coming out. Like, and... I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's just weird. And and I just hope that everybody keeps that same energy. Like, if this was a white person, if this was H&M, if this was anybody, like, if this was one of these players trying to get drafted into the NBA, Sabrina Claudio, whoever it is, like, you see these tweets getting people in trouble. They're not even saying half this shit. If the black people don't fucking cancel this nigga, like, it's... I'm just... I'm just... Cause he's a fucking coon. Like, he's a fucking coon. He's, like, he's waste to me. Like, I, I just... It's weird, man. It's weird. Like, I just know that people are going, but yeah, it's yeah. Like, nah, nah. Like, you got to be accountable. We, we've had so many legends. We had Tupac. Like, 
fall in line or fall in line and fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Hold yourself in, in a certain esteem, man. Like, like that's crazy. That's crazy. He keeps saying, I don't want to be considered black. I'm with all this one race. Like, this nigga just, he done lost his mind, man. I don't know. I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, um, we go, we go, we go, we go. Just more is gonna unfold, man. It's just gonna keep unfolding. You know what I'm saying? And when he spirals out of control, I just, I just, I just, I don't think he deserves sympathy. You know what I mean? Because he's, he, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He dropped this interview today and then went to do this shit. He's fucking, he's fucking, he's an idiot, man. Because even if you don't mean the shit that you're saying, just the fact that you put it out there, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, so we just. We just gonna keep seeing what's what unravels with, with Mr. West, man. But listen, there's a quote that when I was doing some bad things as a as a as a child, that always stuck with me. Somebody told me, "Every day for the thief, one day for the owner." You know what I'm saying? And that that is some real motherfucking shit. This doesn't this doesn't apply as far as the stealing situation, but. Yo, R. Kelly's time has finally come, man. Like, he, he, yo, this guy has had the longest run. He had, he had longer runs than all the drug dealers. You know, I mean, the feds haven't come for him yet, but the Times Up movement has come for this nigga. The Me Too movement has come for R. Kelly. I don't, I don't know. They said that basically, the the verdict on Bill Cosby is what sparked them to come at R. R. Kelly. I don't know. Maybe they needed that ammo to say, you know what? People are gonna listen now. You know what I mean? No matter how long and how, because you know, R. Kelly's been committing this for years, but he's always seemed to to get out of the shit. But now they here, man. They wrote a letter, um, and they declared they they just they wrote this letter about the, over the past twenty five years, a man known publicly as R. Kelly has sold sixty million albums, toured the globe repeatedly, and accumulated hundreds of millions of plays on radio and streaming services. During this time also, he married a girl under age of under 18 years of age, was sued by at least four women for sexual misconduct, statutory rape, aggravated assault, unlawful restraint, and furnishing illegal drugs to a minor, was indicted on 21 counts of child pornography, has faced allegations of sexual abuse and imprisonment of women under threats of violence and familiar harm. Together, we call on the following corporations and venues with ties to R. Kelly to join us and insist on safety and dignity for women of all kinds. RCA Records, the venerable music label currently produces and distributes R. Kelly's music. Ticketmaster, the popular ticket system, is currently issuing for tickets for R. Kelly's show on May 11th. Spotify and Apple Music, the popular streaming for platforms, are currently monetizing R. Kelly's music. Greensboro Coliseum Complex, the North Carolina venue, is currently hosting an R. Kelly concert on May 11th. The scars of history may make certain that, certain that we are not interested in persecuting anyone without just cause. With that said, we demand appropriate investigations and inquiries to into the allegations made by the women of color and their families over the two decades now. And we declare with great vigilance and an ununited voice to anyone who wants to silence us, their time is up. What? Are you feeling that? Yo, I felt that right in my chest. They, yo, it's, it's ready for it. Our Kelly better come with one of those, I'm that ribbon in the sky. I'm that mountain deep up high. Because, yo, if you don't got one of those right now, the world's greatest, whoo, you better pull, step in the name of love, you better pull 
one of those, the, 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 was it Chocolate City? What, what's the name of that album? The Chocolate Key, whatever, the Chocolate Album, Chocolate Factory. You better pull one of those out right now, Kels, because your time is up. Kanye's time will be up soon, but your time was up now. You had a 25-year run, my nigga. That is like some presidents in, in, in Africa have them type of dictatorships. You know what I'm saying? They just don't leave the post. You really just was the top R&B guy, still touring, still doing concerts. You guys are not understanding what's really going on. Like, these women are coming out. There's a BBC documentary right now coming out with girls that were in the house with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Girls that he, quote-unquote, trained to be his pets. And they're, yo, they're spilling all the fucking beans, man. They're spilling all the beans. And this guy is sick. It's actually pretty sick. And it's kind of crazy that, yo, we all know this. It's in the media He's has these little houses with women in that were with girls in them who can't leave, and he's still performing, still touring, and nothing's happening. It's crazy, but his time is up. They said me too on that nigga. One one of the girls, Kitty Jones, on the on the on the BBC documentary, she's talking about how he would he would tell her she can't wear um, fitted clothing, only tight sweat only sweatpants, and baggy sweatpants and baggy shirts. And then one day she met one of the girls at the house, and he's like, yo, this is my pet. I trained her. She's going to teach you how to please me. So basically this guy went and had the shorty crawl on the floor like a dog on her all fours and go perform oral sex on the girl. She had like a leash on. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, like, you, you, you're going to have to find out what, what, what was going on in R. Kelly's home when he was younger in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Because the Chirac we know is a lot different now. Like this guy is, this guy is something different, man. He's 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 disgusting. Like he's actually scum. I don't know if R. Kelly has children. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know. But if he has daughters, how could you do some shit like this? For 25 years, just finding young girls and training them and keeping them captive. Your time is up, nigga. Like real fucking shit. Like and I want these investigations to really come in. Like I want these investigations to, so we can see what the fuck he's been doing. Like. He ain't going to get it like Cosby. Like, Cosby's about to be on his last legs. You know what I'm saying? He's going to jail. But R. Kelly needs to go do his time, man. Like, this shit this shit is disgusting. Like, this shit is disgusting. Like, he's just out here pedophile and raping. Like, the fact that like, when I read that he had 21 counts of child pornography, like, Jared is sitting somewhere right now in a cell. He got, like, seven more years to do for child pornography. I saw that tape. That was R. Kelly. There was plaques in the bed in the back. A nigga knocked on the door and he's like, "Hello." He's like, "Nah, now right now." Like he he couldn't answer the door. Like come on, like this shit is crazy, man. This shit is crazy, man. I don't know, man, but his time is up. Like I'm actually glad to see there's some type of progress being made in this particular situation because it's been years, man. It's been years, and he's a sick motherfucker. So I'm gonna be posting. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be following this investigation and following this movement because the lady's on his ass. Her name's Tarana Burke. You know what I mean? She's on his ass. And this is... Do you want to know what R. Kelly's statement was to all this shit that, that's coming out about him? His management put out a statement that says, Since America was born, black men and women have been lynched for having sex or for being accused of it. This guy is... He's... he's Yo, man, and sociopaths. It's Chicago. I just, I just realized it's Chicago. Kanye's from Chicago too. They just believe whatever is going on in their minds. They just do what the fuck they want. It's Chicago. He is fucking crazy. This guy said for having sex, 
obviously with a fucking minor. Yo, I don't know what's going on with Kells, man. And he's almost a senior citizen. That's the thing. We're not even taking it in. This guy is old, bro. Like, he ain't even, like, 30. Like, I think Kells is way up in, like, 57, about to be a senior citizen. And you out here doing this, my nigga. These girls are saying he punches them, slaps them, and leaves them in rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like, for days. I don't know, man. But I'm I'm going to be following this one, man, because his time's up on some real shit. Like, until he, he got to drop a chocolate factory, too. And and we going to see because, like, they're on his ass, man. They're, they're, they're trying to get these promoters to shut down the shows. Um, and he had a show in, in Chicago that was actually canceled. You know what I mean? In Chicago's hometown, promoters were like, yo, this is too much. They probably like, yo, we can just get the bag back, you rapist. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I think it's time for, for people to actually step up on this one, man. This has been going on too long. So hopefully we can get some justice for all the women that have been hurt. You know what I mean? And once you ever get, like, a conviction, they can just split up split up the money, the royalties, and all that. Because Kells is a sick motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it, it should go. You know what I'm saying? This victim should be compensated, and we should just move on from there. Oh, man, like, this next guy, I don't even want to spend too much time on it. I'm going to keep it real because it's it's just crazy, and I don't know if how much time he has left. But, yeah, time's up. Bill Cosby definitely got um was found guilty. He's found guilty on three counts of, um I think, aggravated assault and indecent assault. And he is to serve 10 years concurrently. You, you know what I'm saying? And for all the victims, this is this is a big win. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people in the court, in the, when I read the articles, a lot of people were saying they were actually very surprised that a conviction came down because this was the second trial of, of a mistrial and there was a $3.2 million settlement in place. So they, you know, a lot of people thought that the lady would just take the money and keep it moving. And... Nobody expected a conviction because they said that during the whole trial, she was painted as somebody who was money hungry and was just trying to look for a come up. So the fact that he was found guilty, a lot of people were shocked, man. Um, and this is just this is the definition of tarnishing a legacy. Um, there's no way if there's no, you know. Like a lot of other guys in these scandals coming out in the social media area, they they can find ways to to bounce through it, um, and and make it through. You know, a lot of people say if Michael Jackson was around in the social media era, he wouldn't have lasted so long. You know what I'm saying? We don't I we don't know that because he was so great, but it, it it's something to say about that because right now Bill Cosby is not going to have any opportunity to fix his legacy. Man, he's on his way out. He's going to die soon. Um, you seen John Witherspoon, the father from Friday, he did a little uh, video about, mm, 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 time's up, got him now, like, he, he did one of those lines from Friday, you know what I'm saying, and he, he, he was commenting, talking about Cosby, you know, a lot of people in the black community, especially John Witherspoon, who is a comedian, and growing, growing up in those days, Cosby was always frowning upon the shit that black people were doing, so I'm sure he's just taking, he's, he's just deciding to take the piss as they would say in England he's just taking the piss but it's real man and his legacy is officially on its way out man because the kids that never watched the the Cosby show and never watched his stand-ups and never saw all the stuff he did for black people and things of that nature they they don't know and they don't remember him this is the last way they're gonna remember Bill Cosby and 
This is the last thing you're going to hear Bill Cosby before he died was he was in court fighting for his his name and his freedom. So it's 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 spooky out here, man. So whatever you do in the dark, it'll come to light, man. Every day for the thief, one day for the owner. You know what I'm saying? So you really just got to you got to act act right, man, cuz you never know. You never know. So I truly hope justice was served for you know what I mean and if if Bill's really guilty, then he gets what he deserves. You feel me? Uh, particular case. Um, this particular case. I'm I'm very happy to report this, man, and talk about this because in our own city here in Toronto, um, there was some discrimination. You know what I mean? Toronto's. Um, me personally, I always talk about Toronto as being, you know, a multicultural place, a place that, you know, that we all just get along and you know show love, but. I'm actually happy to talk about this because I'm hoping this can be a spark for everybody else, you know what I mean? For people of all races that are facing discrimination in the city, especially in, in franchises and establishments, you know what I'm saying? So this is about Emil Wickham. Um, in 2014, Emil Wickham went to celebrate his birthday with friends at Hong Sheng's restaurant. And... When him and his three friends went to sit down, they were told that they would have to prepay for their meals. And at, at the time, they agreed, you know what I'm saying? They was like, all right, we'll prepay. But I guess something must have um, sparked into Emil's brain, and he decided to ask all the other people at the restaurant whether they were paying for their meals ahead of, ahead of time, and he realized that none of them were. So when they confronted, when he confronted um, Hong Shanks, they told him, you know, he can get a refund and that it was okay. And, you know, Emil was like, fuck this. Fuck it. You know what I mean? He wasn't he, he wasn't feeling the vibes, so he left. His, he left him and the friends left. And when he was outside, he, he said he decided to protest. But something told him, you know, instead of protesting, he's going to take a formal way out. And because of this discrimination him and his friends faced that during that during that time in Hong Shengs, um, Emil Wickham was awarded $10,000 by... Um, well, I mean, let me find out the name, actually. I don't want to mess this up. But he was awarded $10,000 by the Ontario's Human Rights Tri Tri Tribunal. Um, and I, I think that's dope, man. I feel like there should be more courses of action taken against people doing this, especially businesses, because you're coming there to spend your hard-earned money, and you don't even know that they don't want you there. You know what I'm saying? And this, you know, I always I always say this, man. I always say this. There's, so, there's certain races that look at us a certain way, man, and it's it's sad that the Asian community is one of them, and I'm not going to generalize it to all of them because that's not true, but there are a few that always have, they have this perception of black people as dining and dashing, um, no good, and just, and 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 it, I'm not going to fault them because they're a business. I'm sure they've gone through that, you know, Hong Shings are on a, Hongqing is one of those spots where after the club, a lot of people would go to, you know what I mean, and have their Chinese when they're pissed drunk. So I'm sure there's a lot of guys that would just take their food and kind of just take it. It gets so busy, you're getting orders, people just take the food and leave. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that they've gone through situations like that, but that's, you got to charge that to the game. That's part of the business. Like So if you're going to do that to 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 one one race, you got you got to do it to everybody, man. So you can't pick and choose. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh, you're going to pay and everybody else can pay after they eat their meal and they're satisfied and they, they, you know, you can't tell somebody to pay and they didn't even enjoy their food. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, like what type of time are you on? You know what I'm saying? But that's that's what happened at Hong Shings, man. And I'm happy um, Emil got his justice. But apparently to him, he feels that ever since this happened, he doesn't feel as accepted in the city. And and you it can open your eyes to a lot. You know what I mean? I, I'm fortunate and privileged enough to have lived in so many places in the world and seen so many things that I'm not a you know I'm not naive to a lot of things. I I think the worst a lot. You know what I mean? Anybody that knows me, I think the worst a lot. But this is something I I'm I, I'm used to knowing. Like I I used to go to a lot of Chinese spots when I was a kid in America, and you know certain things, especially in America. You know what I mean? You get fall around stores, certain things like that. And I like I'm like I said, it's not all all people in the Asian community. You know what I mean? Um. The funny thing is, it's not funny, but a lot of China, like when it comes to people from the Asian community, some of them relate to black people, and some of them don't. You know what I mean? One of my friends growing up, my childhood friends, Bob Shin, you know what I mean? One of my first friends, was, he was Chinese. You know what I mean? His mom was real good to me. She let me come to his house, let me chill out with him, and we did mad stuff. And I was like really his only friend. You know what I mean? So she didn't judge me, and she didn't feel a way about me. But there are those ones that just... Just can't get that. They have been dealt a bad hand by black people, and just never choose to forget it. You know what I'm saying? So I understand, but you can't you can't treat everybody like that. Cause if that was the case, black people should be treating everybody like that. We're the ones that have really taken the most racial abuse, taken the most discrimination. But we we always tend to forgive and and we just judge each person by by their face card and how they and how they are and how they behave. So I'm happy Emil got this this um this settlement, and I'm hoping. Any, a lot of other people that are going through the same situations decided to take this course of action because I didn't know that this could happen. You know what I mean? I didn't know you could be awarded ten grand or even more for for somebody treating you like this at the store. So everybody be on alert. You know what I mean? Especially it's a business. So if 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 they're not treating you like a good customer, yo, take some motherfucking action. Get up with a lawyer and 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 make these people pay. And from there, once you once you pay out the pocket ten thousand one time, you gonna make sure you treat. No matter how you really feel in your heart, you're gonna make sure you treat all your customers with the same respect. You feel me? So shout shout out to Emil Wickham. Honestly, man, look, here's honestly, I'm I'm not gonna speak on Kanye anymore, man, but while I'm recording this, man, you I'm going through my phone and I'm seeing Kanye. There's so many videos right now, you know, the whole TMZ situation, more footage has has been uncovered. And is this your king? Is this your king? When, when, when Michael B. Jordan was whooping to Charlotte's ass and Black Black Panther, and he's like, "Yo, is this your king?" This nigga Kanye is out here saying, "I had liposuction. I, I didn't want you guys to make fun of me like y'all did to Rob. So I had liposuction to make y'all happy." Who is this nigga? Like, who is this nigga, man? Like, I don't know. I'm sick of this nigga, man. I, I can't. I can't fuck with Kanye, man. Y'all keep y'all keep believing in all that shit. We're wearing all them holes in his clothes and and looking homeless and looking stupid and and keep talking about yay 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 this and yay that. Like that nigga is a loser. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't want to go to the gym. You went and got lipo because you and you still kind of fat. Like he's still kind of fat. Like fuck this nigga, man. Like. Yo, I really feel bad for the kids that you know. There's a lot of weak kids in the world that don't have you know, a mind of their own, and they probably look up to you, man. God bless them, because they're going to be weak. 
You know what I mean? Whenever something adversity hits them and something happens to them, they're going to be fucking weak, man. They're going to be like, what would Ye do? And Ye would crumble. You know what I'm saying? This guy is telling people in TMZ that he got like, 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 I don't, I just don't know. I just don't know what's the end game for this guy anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, like I said, I'm off this. Like, he can go, he can keep doing all the shit he wants to do, man. They can get some more lipo. He can get a tummy tuck and a fucking mommy makeover for, for all I care. You know what I'm saying? But um, before we get to some basketball, because, oh, it's it's spicy. It's spicy. The sports is spicy right now. Um, I'm going to talk about Takashi 6 9 man, because... We, I think I spoke about it last episode with Swan, and it's going, it's rough for Takashi right now because he just got dropped for. There was, there was, two weeks ago, TMZ came out with a story that Takashi and a headphone company had come together to make a partnership and give him his own signature line, and he got a five, four point nine million dollar deal. That deal has now been rescinded and taken away because of the investigations with, with Takashi at the Barclays, the shoot between people are, are saying between him and Casanova. Oh, man, like, that's fucked up because I was actually really proud of Takashi for getting that deal. You know, everybody kept saying that he's fucking up his money and he, and he won't be, he won't have money, he'll be broke, he can't perform. So when I saw him doing that type of business, I was like, yo, shout out to Takashi, that's dope. And I feel like it's just the business move, you know what I'm saying? The company could still kept had to deal with him. They're like, uh, four point nine million, we might as well get this back. This nigga might be in jail sometime soon. He might not be able to he might not be the real ambassador for the product. So they just took the deal away. They're still doing business with Black China. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to put that out there, man. So hopefully he'll change the energy he's promoting. And because it's fucking up the money. Like, once you take four point nine million away, Fuck you! You gotta re we gotta reevaluate. You had to hit the drawing board and be like, "All right, how do we how do we how do we fix this?" Four point nine million just to sell some headphones. This has nothing to do with music. Come on, Takashi. We got we got to do better, man. We got to get you back to that bag. So hopefully Takashi can get back to back to where he was. You know what I mean? Where he needs to be. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's time for him to elevate. Six songs in the Billboard. Six or six. Yo, man, the antics is enough, man. Nobody's going to touch you. You know what I mean? You're well protected and you, you're moving with the right people. So just let. I think he should just let it be right now because a lot of people are laughing. A lot of people are actually happy to see him lose that money. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully he can fix up it and, and just mature up. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, man, honestly, man, it's about that time, man. Um, I know y'all saw that game, man. That was, that was a great game. That was a great, great playoff game. I'm talking about the Raptors versus the Cavs. That game was, that game was intense, man. The the ACC. I wish I was there, man. The ACC, like just from my TV screen, it felt like being in the Camp Nou. You know what I mean? Where Barcelona plays, like the soccer team. It seemed so intense, so unfriendly. You know what I mean? It it seemed it seemed was ready war ready. Uh yo, that was a good game, man. Um, really good game. Raptors lost though. Um, wow. Here's here's where do we go from here? Here's here's the thing. Raptors. Yeah, I'm still confident in the Raptors. Like a lot of people are on Twitter are, are coming back with the narrative. Oh, this is the same Raptors, and this and that. But I I can't agree, man. This is not the same Raptors. This this is a Raptor team that is 
that is 12 men deep, which I never remember Rapid Team being. Um, they they're confident. Their coach their coaches is at his I think is at his peak. He's as confident as he's ever been. That their big man is flourishing. JV is actually officially here now. I think I think this game was just it was just like it was just a war. yo this this was a real a battle because this is what the Cavs the Cavs only won by a point you know what I'm saying this is the Cavs when they're actually playing well the Raptors have played well all season you know what I'm saying and when we talk about consistency that word consistency is like you're not gonna and consistency in habits you know Raptors have good habits they have a, a habit of a good team. The Cavs don't have good team habits. You know what I'm saying? They have rely on LeBron habits. So what what we had today was J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like Kyle Korver had 19 points. J.R. Smith had 20 points. I can't even remember the last time that happened. You know what I mean? You know, there's so many facts in the world where it's like on this on this day when Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith both had 19 and 20 points. It'll probably go back to the day where, like, George Bush was elected. Some random shit like this. This is this is this has not happened ever in a long time, or might have never happened. So LeBron had that. He had twelve and fourteen from Tristan, or fourteen and twelve. I can't remember which one. And LeBron had a triple double. So if that's gonna happen on any given night, and you're not playing the Warriors, the Cavs are gonna be in the game. You know what I mean, and and, and it's it was a one point game. They didn't beat up on the Raptors. You know what I'm saying. So I'm confident. I, I I'm pretty confident for game two. You know what I mean. If they lose game two, then we have something to worry about because LeBron's not gonna re- relinquish that lead. He's and it's gonna be a hard game too. But I feel like the Raptors are gonna come out swinging, really swinging. Like that place was looking like Camp Camp New today. It's gonna it's gonna be looking like San Siro when. Let me not even say what I was gonna say. That 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 was that was really bad. That's not. I'm I'm not gonna say that because y'all. Let me not even say that. But um, LeBron, man. Like I mean, that game's gonna be that game's gonna be a big game. Um, game two because Raptors aren't the same team they once were. Like I know that they 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 felt like yo they lost that game. Like when 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 you, you saw Demar and Kyle talking in the press conference, they were they were rattled. Like they were they were pissed off. They were like yo. We had that game, and it really came down to a, a play where DeMar um, brought, brought the defense into him, and then he kicked it out to Van Fleet for the three to, to win the game, and Fred missed, you know what I mean? And DeRozan said it'd be, it, it's a play that he'd make 10 times out of 10 because, you know, Fred, Fred's the best three-point shooter on the team. And if you, if you really want to think about it, yo, it's just that's what basketball is about. You make the right play, and then whether the shot is made or not, that's just how it goes, because if you if you think about it, that shot that Fred Fred missed is the exact same shot in Game Four that LeBron made to Kyle Korver, right before Kevin Durant hit that dagger in LeBron's face. LeBron drove, kicked it out to, to Kyle Korver. He was open. He had a three and he missed, and that's just what it is. And that could have been that could have spun the whole game for the Cavs. So. You just got to make the right play. The Raptors were in the game. It was a great game. Kyle had ten assists. He had a double double. Man, only person I could say that really got to who got to come out for the Raptors is Serge Ibaka. I don't know what's going on with Serge. I, I really don't know what's going on with Serge. Like, is he 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 takes some a lot of games off. 
not as far as intensity, but as far as production. Like Serge always has the energy. He's always a good teammate. He's always tough. He's always ready to to scrap. Always ready to punch a nigga right in his nose. You know what I'm saying? Like he's all he's all he's good for that. But as far as like give us a, what happened to a ten and ten or even a ten and seven with three blocks. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what where they need Serge to bring that type of energy and production, and that he, he he's failed to do that this whole these whole playoffs. To be honest, he takes a lot of days off, man. He takes a lot of days off, but if Serge is gonna take a day off, it's okay because Kevin Love is taking a day off on the Cavs side. I just don't know what's going on with Kevin Love. Kevin Love is disgusting. Like I get his his thumb is torn or whatever, but damn, bro. 100 million, and it's because we have the expectations, knowing that Kyrie's gone, why are you not a leading second option? Why is why is there real, there's no real defining second, there's no definite second option on that team. Like, there's nobody LeBron can say, I'm going to you for 18. Not even, I'm, I'm not even saying 20, bro. I'm saying 18. LeBron can't go to nobody on that team for 18. He got 10, he got 19 and 20 from JR today. JR made five out of six three-pointers. Do you think that's happening in game two? That might happen in game six, because that's how that's how it goes with JR. So it's gonna Corver can make can 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 get you another 15 again again next year, um, next week, um, on Thursday. Let me say, I'm sorry, I'm really high right now. Um he can do that, he can do that for you on Thursday, but I don't think JR is gonna do that. So if Kevin Love doesn't show up on, on, on Thursday, Tristan can definitely do a double again and have that energy. Tristan's playing for his life right now. Like the the Toronto crowd, he's he's from Brampton. Like he's a homegrown kid. Toronto is the screw face capital because he has family here. You're not gonna be they were really chanting Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> while he was at the line. Niggas is trying to win this game by all means. Like Chloe. Chloe, like you gonna do that to one of your sons? You know what I mean? But it's it's it's, it's gamesmanship. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't expect the city to treat Tristan like that, especially with knowing that you know he's got his family. He plays for Team Canada. Like his mom's like people are gonna feel away. He's got a brother. Like he's got like kids. You know what I'm saying? But niggas is trying to win this game. I I expect it to go all all, all out for LeBron. You know what I mean? They booing LeBron every time he touches the ball. But that, that that was that was something to see. But Tristan's motivated. I can't lie, man. He did that shit, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta prove my worth." And the thing about Tristan is, what he does, what you ask Tristan Thompson to do, is not hard. He gives effort. He he's tough. He rebounds, and and, and yo, he's making he's making his shots in the paint. So yo, he's doing everything that LeBron LeBron's happy right now because they weren't supposed to win this game. Like. As much as it was close, the Raptors, the, the Cavs stayed in the game. They kept making these these little plays because Jr. and Kyle Korver. You can't game plan for that. If they're gonna hit shots, you gotta live with that shit. Cause these guys, they're not a good team. You know what I'm saying? I don't think LeBron had a really good game. He was one to eight from three from the three point line. He can't, he was relying on the three a lot today. He was just taking a lot of deep shots. But yeah, man, I really woo. I, I expect the Raptors to come out. In game two, and smoke these guys. The Raptors are, are a better team, and and, it, and since this playoffs have started, I've I've continued to preach team basketball. Like I'm over that individual shit because it just doesn't work no more. You know what I'm saying? And the better team wins. Like that's just how real it is. If the Raptors if, lose this series, it's just because 
LeBron's really that nigga. And LeBron's really that nigga, but the guys on his team, they're really not. Like, if if your second option, Kevin Love, really is not producing, like, the Raptors are going to exploit that. So I expect Serge Ibaka to come back, and I, ex- I expect DeMar to come out gunning next game. DeMar and Kyle, like, they've been here, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I expect Fred Van Vliet to come, and he's like, oh, want to make up for that shot, too. I just expect it to be a crazy atmosphere in game two. And I expect the Raptors to smoke them out the gym and and bring that momentum all the way to Cleveland. And then that is a different beast winning in Cleveland. You know, it's different on the road. But Raptors can do it. So I, I they just can't drop game two. You drop game two, the series is over. Because LeBron is not relinquishing a two a, a 2-0 lead and and having home court advantage. He's just, That's LeBron. He's just not doing it. He will muster up the strength. He will sit in the ice tub for seven hours to make sure he has all the energy to do that shit. So I just feel Raptors got to come out, punch them in the teeth right right, right for um, game two, and they'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what what the fuck was going on, what was being said courtside, but apparently, not apparently, but Kendrick and, and, and when I say Kendrick and Drake, you know what I mean? I ain't talking to Kendrick Lamar, but Kendrick Perkins... For some reason, um, LeBron asked that you know, you know, LeBron's a GM, so he got Kendrick Perkins on the team. He's not there to play; he's just there to be tough and talk shit in niggas' ears, and um, I guess bring championship pedigree to the team. I don't know what's going on between him and Drake, but Drake was talking some shit at the end of the games. Like, I ain't having that shit. He's screaming. He's wilding on security, um, saying, "Yo, I want to go talk to that nigga." Talk, and, you know, but Kendrick Perkins text. Um, Wojnowski, you know, Adrian Wojnowski, for those that don't know, he's the, he used to be with Yahoo, but he's with ESPN now, he's, um, he's just a basketball insider, you know what I mean, he knows everything, so he texted, Kendrick Perkins texted Wojnowski, and he said that he saw Serge Ibaka at halftime, and Serge is his former teammate from OKC, and he was saying, we gonna win this game, we gonna win this game, I don't know why the fuck you'd even be saying that, because I was expecting Serge to put an elbow right in his nose, but Serge, um, so I guess Drake heard this, and Drake, you know, Drake probably saucy off the Virginia Black, and he's like, yeah, are you dumb? And he's probably just talking mad shit to Kendrick, and then Kendrick's probably just feeling himself, you know what I mean? Just, you know, he, he's always been known for talking shit, and after the game, they was talking more shit, and Drake was really on some, like, yo, I'm trying to go see that nigga. Security's trying to talk to him, and Drake's like, I, I didn't fucking say that, like, he's just... Like I, I'm, I wasn't expecting Drake to be talking to security like that. You know, I would expect Drake once he's in the ACC, he plays that wheelchair Jimmy role. Like he ain't bringing none of that rap shit. You know, Drake's the global ambassador for the Raptors. Like this ain't no just like I'm courtside. He's really a part of the organization and and he does things for the NBA, like the NBA awards. So it's like I was expecting, I was expecting Drake to bring that type of energy. But you know, Kendrick, when you when you're drunk. And so Kendrick Perkins probably talking shit, you, and the Raptors lost the game. You probably, you probably tight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Um, hey, Kendrick Perkins, don't get caught caught slipping out here. You know what I mean? Why we might get lured into a strip club and get the beats on you? You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes in the screw face capital. But like I said, man, game two, I expect the Raptors to come out swinging and. And nothing less. I expect them to blow them out, like 15 to 20 points. LeBron, only way that's going to happen because LeBron's going to have, unless LeBron comes and has one of those 40 and forty and 10 and 8 games, then, hey, 
hey, man, then I don't know. That's going to be different. But I expect the Raptors to win that game. They're just a better team, man. And, like, we'll talk about the next series. Um, whew, That shit is over. That shit is over. Um, Let's just get into that right now. So, Raptors, I expect you all Raptors to win game two. I'm going to say that again. So, Steph Curry's back. And, man, Steph Curry's back. <laughs> Yo, these niggas... <laughs> These niggas really had probably had Steph ready the whole time they played in San Antonio. It's just like we gonna beat the Spurs, so it's like might as well let him rest. Steph was hitting today. Steph and KD was on their shit. The Golden State Warriors are like a car with turbo with tur- a car with like souped up nitrous oxygen, nitrous oxygen, nitrous oxygen. All that fast and furious shit that niggas be putting in cars. I, I don't know anything else besides um, nitrous, but the car can run smooth. It could be a good car, a fast car, a powerful car. But when they put that nitrous, when you bring Steph Curry into the fucking game, it's like I can't explain how these guys are. They just turn into some real lethal ass motherfucking snipers. And the Pelicans brought their like they played the best they could play today. You know what I'm saying? AD, Rondo, everybody brought it. Miritich, everybody brought it. Like, because they got the ass beat the last game. You know what I'm saying? But they, everybody brought it. But this series is over, man. If, 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 if this series goes more than five games, I'll, I, I will be shocked because you got to be demoralized if you're the Pelicans right now. Like, when Steph is back now, it's like, yo, this is there's, ne- there's never going to be a guy that's not open. And then and basically you're saying pick your poison with Clay, KD, and Steph. Shout out to all y'all niggas repping the Rockets because them niggas don't want no smoke. They don't want no smoke with the Warriors. I'm already first. I'm, I'm looking ahead. I'm, what's that line? I'm looking past you. Like, I'm looking past you. This game showed me something, man. Steph, because he, he's been gone for a while, you know. Steph was injured when the season was out. Man, goddamn, the Warriors are something. They're they're something, man. Like, I, I I was talking to Swanson last week on the podcast about uh the Kings. I mean, not the Kings, about Demarcus Cousins being offered by a deal by the Pelicans because I obviously they were having the success and they were feeling themselves. You know what I mean? They gonna up that offer because now you you gotta realize you need more. You need more in this league, man. You, the more, the merrier. You know what I mean? I know Jay said, less, Jay said less is more, but sometimes in the NBA, you need more niggas, man. You need stars. Because Rondo was, yo, Ron, playoff Rondo's a thing. I'm not taking nothing away from Rondo. Rondo's 8 of 15, 22 points, 12, 12 assists, 7 rebounds, 5 steals, man. Like, come on, man. 7 turnovers, but 5 steals to, to make up for it. He played well. 8 of 15. Drew Holiday, 24 and 8 and 8. Anthony Davis, 25 and 15 and five assists, three blocks. Like these guys played their best game. You know, Anthony Davis could have more points, but that would that wouldn't have mean that would have meant everybody else wasn't involved. But here's the here's the up the other side about why it's like you gotta give Draymond Green his fucking props. Anthony Davis, the the one of the, the best defensive players in the league. Tall as hell, versatile as hell, wingspan, athletic as hell. And then you got Draymond. One of the smallest big men in the league. You know what I mean? Like I did that smallest big man. But he had 20 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists, 7 of 11 shooting. 
bro. Like, what? Two blocks, one steal. And then you have Steph only playing 27 minutes with 8, eight of 15 shooting. Then you have KD sniping, 29 points, 11 to 23. Anthony, um, Andre Iguodala, 15, 8, and 2. It's just like, this is ridiculous. And then Clay had an off night. Clay, Clay took 20 shots and only made four. But it's because you, it, just the fact that you have Clay on that court with Steph and, and KD, you you got to stay home with your man. So even if Clay's bombing, you still got to D up. You still got to D up. So, man, this series this series is looking it's, it's looking like it's going to be. I know it's going to be a great atmosphere in, in New Orleans, um, but I just don't think the team believes anymore. Like, you just swept the Blazers. You're probably feeling like, yo, we them niggas. We just swept Dame and them niggas, the number three team. You believe in yourself. Yo, yo, they're a great team. Don't get me wrong, but there's really um, free. I mean, a happy meek is free because there's really levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit, man. I can't wait to see the, the Warriors versus the Rockets, man, because that, that series is going to be done real, real quick too, man. If y'all think the Jazz... <laughs> Ricky Rubio's okay. Let me not get there. Let me just close out with this Warriors shit. Um, Steph, Steph's back, man. So I think the game in New Orleans, hey man, he he's just gonna find more rhythm. It's, I don't think, yo, this could be a sweep. I'm not even gonna. I'm 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 not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try to avoid a hot take here. This could be a sweep. A sweep. I'm saying this might be a sweep. They up 2-0. Steph's back. They they clicking man, they clicking. I can't explain. It was just the way they were playing. I'm like, damn, these guys. And you know, as, as a lot of people know, um, the coach of the Pelicans, Alvin Gentry, was the associate head coach of the Warriors when they won the title. Um, and him and not even just that, him and Steve Kerr known each other from time for Phoenix. Like they go way back. They got a good relationship, and he just looks so fucking sour in the press conference. Like he is tight. He said, yo, they did what they what they did what they had to do. Now we gotta do what we had to do. They won two games. Now we gotta go win our two. Like he he's just getting out coached by his friend and they know each other so well. And he's like, yo, he's probably wants to say, but what the fuck you want me to do? This nigga got all that all that artillery over there. Like, what you want me to do? Like, I know he's feeling it on the inside. There's nothing you can do, man. Like, Steve Kerr got the boys. <laughs> yo, that shit, that shit is crazy, man. Yo, I, I expect AD to come out bombing. In the next game, I expect a 45-15 from AD. I still don't know if it's enough, though. I still don't know if it's enough, man. I, you have to guard. All, all five guys in the Warriors are fucking good. Like, even even when... Shit, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Celtics and the 76ers... They're playing tomorrow, man. Uh, I, it's hard to call that game because every game I watch again and again, the Celtics continue to show me that, yo, this, yo, I don't know, man. They're, they're a great team, man. And it's, it's disgusting and it's sad that Kyrie Irving's not here and it's sad that Gordon Hayward's not here because they get maximum, the same way Greg Popovich gets maximum. Here's the difference. Here's the, here's the difference between the Spurs, and the Celtics in this present day. Greg Popovich gets the maximum results from all his players. 
all. Like he'll 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 get these guys from the Euro League and turn them into fifteen and five guys and great players and great system players who can who can just fulfill a role. The Celtics though, they'll get maximum effort from guys that is niggas. Niggas that is from the hood, niggas that is hungry, dog mentality. And that's and that's what yo and and I'm gonna get into that later, but that's what the Spurs are lacking. Like you and I I seen um an article saying Kawhi is trying to he's literally trying to change the culture over there. He said if he wants to if they want him to come back, he wants practices to be changed and he wants a different type of vibe. But like here's the here's the difference. Like Brad Stevens is getting maximum results, but when you look at the guys, it's like Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, um, Semi Ojale. Uh, I can't remember. There's, there's a next guy that, that you're like, damn. Even Aaron Baines, I think he was a, he's a Spurs product. He's playing Detroit too. He's getting max results from guys that are dog that, that 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 don't get don't mind getting dirty like that. Are. They're from the mud, you know what I'm saying? And that's what the Spurs got to do. Like you you can't always get this Euro ball ain't working no more. You got to get some people that got that mentality, you know what I'm saying? But Terry Rozier, I really believe he's a really good player, man. He's a really good player and. I don't want him to venture out the system. You know what I mean? I know that the that the Bucks is going to be calling. Somebody's going to be offering him some money because he's playing amazing. Um, but, you know, I don't want him to venture out the system and, and go somewhere else, and, and it may not work the same way. But he has heart, and he has – he has he just has belief and confidence in himself, and, and those are the guys you need. And I feel like he, he – regardless of wherever he goes, he, he's going to be good. But I feel like the Celtics have, have gotten the maximum results out of him. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, this series, it's tricky, man, because they have all these guys. Jalen Brown didn't even play yet. You know what I mean? And they blew out the 76ers. They outplayed them out just, yeah, they just outclassed them. Like, they they really, they look like a, the better team. And they're not the better team. Like, at this present moment, without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Hayward, they're not the better team. Like, I'm not buying that. Like, as much as they're, they, met, they might be the more in sync team, have more, more chemistry, more, Everybody knows their role. And I I can't even say that because on Philly, everybody knows their role. They have they have the orchestrator in, in Ben Simmons and, and and then they have Joel Embiid. So it's like and everybody just f- follows around that. But it's just like Brad Stevens is just he's just a fucking genius. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what who else who's on his assistant staff. But he's really he's really Popovich. In the new in 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 the new generation with, with with guys that Popovich wouldn't put up with, you know what I'm saying? It's a and that's and that's the difference, that's the difference, man. And I I, I can't call this series. I really expect Philly to come out in Game Two and win. I just look at Philly's roster and I'm like, there's no way you should be losing to these guys. But then you look at the, who the Celtics have, and they, Al Horford's a really good player. He's a really good player. Jason Tatum's a really good player. As I don't even, I'm not into that whole rookie shit, man. Like, yo, there's niggas that can ball. When Kyrie came into the league, he was ready to go. If he had um, good players on his team, he, they would have been doing something. DeMarcus Cousins came to the league, he was ready to go. John Wall came to the league, he was ready to go. Um, certain certain guys have to get polished, but Jason Tatum, he's ready to go. Like, he's really ready to play. So he's there. They got him. They got Jalen Brown, who's going to come back from in- injury. Um... Mark Smart's just a dog. That's all effort right there. He's just tough. Yo, he's tough. 
the guys that are not going to be afraid, all the guys that are not going to be afraid and, and intimidated by the moment, you need you need those type of guys in your team. So they got that. They just have so many glue guys and 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 guys that just bring different things. I just don't know how to call it, but I expect the Sixers to win the series. I even though that the Celtics have home home court advantage, the Sixers have to win a game in Boston. Unless <coughs> unless that age thing really does matter. If they can't win a game in Boston with Joel Embiid, who's just only thing is he's slow. You know what I'm saying? Hor- Horford's quicker than him, but he nobody's guarding that guy. He's just a monster. Like, and they were getting blown out in the third quarter. He came out and he like they ran like four plays from him, and four plays were successful. You know what I'm saying? So they got to. There's no way they, they can lose this. Bellinelli and JJ Redick they just weren't hitting shots. The same way I I don't expect J.R. Smith to be hitting shots like that. I expect JJ Redick to be hitting shots. I expect Bellinelli to hit shots because they're getting easy shots. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know about this series, but if Boston goes up 2-0, fuck, that's when I got to see. That's when, if this if Boston goes up 2-0 when this Philly team gets out, next year they're going to really come into the league on some on some other shit because they're going to have so much belief in themselves. You know what I mean? Regardless of Kyrie Irving not being there, to be a young team, come back from 2-0 against a team that's really good like the Celtics, you're going to just have this confidence and you're going to just feel like, all right, we're ready now, you know what I mean? And they'll they'll be ready for whoever's in the conference finals, you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, there's that man. Uh, the, the the Jazz, the Jazz and the Rockets. Oh, let me just talk about the Thunder being eliminated. The Oklahoma City Thunder were eliminated in six games. They got eliminated in Utah. They couldn't force us a game seven. And that the, I'm just I'm disgusted. I'm just like I, I was literally disgusted because I wanted to see them versus the Rockets. Like watching this Utah Jazz series versus the versus the Rockets, it's not. I, I'm sure I'm not the only one feeling this way. I'm not enjoying it. Utah's a great team, but I want to see star power. I want to see heads collide. I want to see Chris Paul under pressure going against Russell Westbrook. I want to see how Harden would would respond. I want to see Paul George do, like I want to see this. I want to see that series. The MVP versus the la- the former MVP. Like I wanted to see this, and we didn't get to see this. The, the Thunder robbed us. They robbed us of a, great, a good series. They robbed the NBA of of a great series and and more ratings. They weren't competitive. They couldn't compete. They were shit. The night before Game Five, um, I'm, the podcast dropped before Game Five. So Russ had an amazing game. You know what I mean? He came out in the second half, and him and Paul George just fucking took this team. And rally back for twenty something points, but in Game Six they went to Utah and they just couldn't get. They couldn't hang, man. They couldn't hang. Their their individual that individual basketball does not work. I'm gonna continue to preach that. Like that shit is dead. Leave that. That died in the Kobe era. At the ending of the Kobe era, when 2009, when Kobe won his last ring, after that it was it was it. Cause the Heat had three stars, superstars, and Chris Bosh. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, and they didn't play individual basketball. They they were playing team basketball, and that's when it was like, yo, this is what you have to do because the Spurs were playing team basketball, like, and things changed. So when Billy Donovan cannot put together a system to put Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook together in, I, 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 yo, that was disgusting. Melo barely paid any minutes. He's out here in the media saying that he's not going to sacrifice no bench role. 
So please, Melo, leave the fucking team and don't pick up the $28 million that's on the table because I know you you belt that bucks because I guarantee you the only deal you're going to be getting from teams is like a two-year 14 mil. You ain't turning down $28 million. So you, you saying that you're not sacrificing. Like if Billy Donovan says, yo, you're coming off the bench, what are you going to do? You're going to take that money and you're going to come off the bench. But they ain't going to have no options because Paul George is going to walk the fuck up out of there. I wish Paul George would stay because I actually can see Paul George and Russ works. With Melo not on the court, that shit fucking works. And if Melo would accept the bench roll and they could retool in the summer, pick up role players, that three-point shooters, de- develop a system, they could be a really fucking good team if Paul George decides to stay and Melo decides to come off the bench. Even though it doesn't make sense to have Melo coming off the bench for $28 million, Pick up some good role players, some real three-point snipers, and get their get their team together. But right now, they should be at home feeling sorry for themselves. And and Paul George is going to be out of there. I don't know where he's going to go. I heard Philly. Philly does look like a, a, a good place to go. I don't know if Paul George, a Cali kid, is going to go to Philly. But uh, man, the Thunder. I'm I'm disappointed. You know what I mean? Because watching this Rocket series, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it. Donovan Mitchell is amazing, but they just they're, they're just not on they're just not they're just not on the level of the Rockets. They don't have superstars. And and what's really bothering me about this whole series is that Clint Capella is out playing Rudy Gobert. Well, in that first game, Rudy Gobert was outplayed by Clint Capella. Stephen Adams, who I really like, I really think he's a great player. He was he was a no-show in that series. He was a no-show. Rudy Gobert made him look like nothing. It's just, it's just it, wow. Wow, man. I don't know what to say about that, man. But I think that Rockets Jazz series is going to be light work. I truly do. Without Ricky Rubio, there's no reason that Chris Paul should not exploit whoever's, whoever's on the opposing end, which is Alec Burke or Dante Axum. Like the, who are these guys to Chris Paul? Ricky Rubio couldn't even be nobody to Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I expect, man. I expect the Warriors and the Rockets to meet. They're going to meet early like, because I expect both of them to have four to five game series. You know what I mean? I feel like the East is going to be a drag out. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's how I feel about this ball shit right now, man. Um, yeah, um, but I want to say shout out to Real Madrid. Congratulations to Real Madrid for going to another Champions League final, man. Like, you guys have to understand. You guys have to understand what it's like. They were in a drought until they they got the best player to ever play the game. You know what I mean? They were in a drought. Real Madrid was in a drought. They couldn't get the La Decima. They couldn't get number 10. The, the last Champions League they won was from the, the former greatest player, to ever play is Zinedine Zizou Zinedine Zidane. That that was in two thousand one when he did that scissors kick, I, I believe, against Juventus, and they won the Champions League. And since then, they haven't won the Champions League until they got Ronaldo. And Ronaldo has, I think, racked in three Champions Leagues for them since he's been there. Um, they're they're gonna play Liverpool, I, I assume. You know, what I mean, I expect Liverpool to beat Roma, and I expect them to win their fourth, man. And I just don't want to hear no talks. The greatest to ever do it. The greatest to ever do it, man. Cristiano, Aviero, Ronaldo. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to put that out there, put that energy into the world. The World Cup is coming. He's going to do his thing. You know what I mean? 
I, I, I always say this, man. Portugal is not a good team. No disrespect. Ronaldo always has to drag his team on some LeBron James shit. And this is why I always said Messi had has never had should never have the right to even claim the best in the world compared to Ronaldo because he's always had the better team. When when he was winning, he had Barcelona, he had Ronaldinho, he had the best midfield, Iniesta, Xavi, um, the best coaching. He just always had those guys. Like you know, what I mean, Barcelona. Those are time Barcelona was just on some shit. You know, what I mean, the Puyol days. You know, what I'm saying, uh, but. I, if Messi doesn't win the World Cup this year, then I don't know what to tell you because Dybala, Angel, Angel Di Maria, Zabaleta, uh, Sergio Aguero, Messi has, he, he's got so much to work with. So much to work with compared to, to Ronaldo. So I don't know. If he doesn't win another one this year, if he doesn't win the World Cup this year, man, then I just, we don't, then we'll only ever really have the domestic leagues to compare them and right now Ronaldo's just breaking record after record man that's my boy niggas know what time it is but yeah man um it's your boy E man I just want to say thank y'all for listening shout out to everybody that hit me up from the last episode I appreciated y'all y'all feedback and all that um but yeah man I appreciate all y'all and God bless you stay safe stay blessed man live for you please Please, we gotta cancel Kanye West. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. Like, we gotta have, we gotta stand for something. We can't be, we can't be wishy washy, man. Like, especially when we're we're in a time where we're uplifting black people. We're uplifting. If he doesn't want to be one of us and, and ride for one of us, yo, cancel that nigga. Like, he he's showing us that he's a lame man. I don't care what he tweets about. What he said about slavery, you can't paint that picture. You can't give that narrative. You can't. Let people that want to say this shit have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm over that nigga, man. It's it's a dub for that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to everybody listening, man. It's your boy E. It's just too real. Yeah.